want to become metal gods. But first they gotta win the high school battle of the band. Today I'm talking about metal lords. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about a Netflix-exclusive uh, teen coming-of-age movie called Metal Lords, which I thought was pretty fun. And yeah, not too much else other than, yeah, I thought this was a fun one, came in with, lo- with little to no expectations, and enjoyed myself. So without further ado, let's get started. One of my favorite things that I've been done recently, which is with musical available to stream, is dive deeper into a bunch of different music genres. Checking out indie rock that passed me by when I was growing up, hip-hop deep cuts, and a bunch of old and new metal. Of course, saying you're a metal fan tends to come with a connotation, just as it does for someone saying they're a country music fan. You have an image of someone in your head, covered in black, maybe some dark eyeliner, and a fair amount of metal in and on their person which isn't the easiest way to blend in with the normies, especially in high school. Enter Metal Lords, a coming-of-age movie about two best friends and aspiring metalheads preparing for the battle of the bands. The film follows Kevin and Hunter, two best friends barely scraping by in high school. While Hunter is dead set on winning the battle of the bands and becoming a metal god, Kevin is hoping to do more, like talk to girls and actually learn how to play the drums before the competition. But as Hunter tries to prove how metal he is and Kevin tries to branch out, the two friends start to drift apart right when they need to come together. I think I'm the perfect audience for Metal Lords, someone who likes metal but never made it a defining part of my identity, who also kind of recognizes the inherent silliness of a lot of it and finds it endearing. Which means I felt a dustin kinship with Kevin, who loves his best friend, but also realizes that he acts in a selfish, self-destructive manner that pushes him away from everyone. At the same time, he also finds joy and pride in practicing and becoming a better player and getting closer with a similarly awkward and musically inclined cellist. I love Kevin. Easiest way to hook me is to give me a character like this that I see myself in. At the same time, the movie finds a lot of joy and fun in metal and making music, while sanding down a lot of the rough edges and imagery that fans, and especially young, immature fans, dive headfirst into. This is all represented by Hunter, who uses anger and a devil-may-care attitude as a cover for all of his regular and irregular teenage angst. He wants to live and breathe metal 24-7, as if that's how metal musicians actually live, and leads to his riskiest and most confrontational behavior. For instance, he storms into a principal's office to protest being let out of the Battle of the Bands, when he really could have signed up at any time as long as the music wasn't profane. He's in desperate need of something bigger to rebel against, when when, uh, when in reality all he has is a distant dad and a bully. He doesn't want to admit that a lot of his problems are either normal or not that big of a deal in the grander scope of things. That said, the movie is definitely coming from an upper-middle-class and upper-class background, as indicated by the comfort Hunter lives in, and the easy access everyone seems to have to cars, instruments, drugs, and beyond. This all comes in a standard but still plenty effective teen comedy packaging, which drifts through the awkwardness of teenager flirting and partying, the joy of discovering new music and inspirations, and some funny observations about metal itself. Some of my favorite stuff in this movie, however, are the background details that make this school and these characters feel more complete. 
For instance, Hunter is good to and friends with a classmate with a developmental disability because, well, why wouldn't he be? But it's also a good way to show that he has a good, non-judgmental heart beneath his allegedly tough exterior. Likewise, a popular kid with a band of his own is less of a rival and more of a nice guy on a different path who is supportive when given the, ben with, when given the benefit of the doubt. Like, no joke, the guy is a heart-to-heart -heart with his friend that he needs to go to rehab to get himself under control without an ounce of malice. Pretty chill. And as you'd hope, this all pays off when the battle comes around in a very teenage but very enjoyable finale. So yeah, rock the fuck on. The verdict is, it's straightforward but fun. Though it doesn't dive as deep into the music or its characters as it could, Metal Lords is an enjoyable teenage outcast story with a solid soundtrack to match. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.